Hello, and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 78, Make Tasty Foods at Home. Hello, everyone. I am Shelley Rael, registered dietitian nutritionist and the founder of Real World Nutrition, and of course, the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast here. So if you've been listening all month throughout the month of March, you now know that I've been following the theme of March being National Nutrition Month. And just to repeat what I've been saying each episode this month, National Nutrition Month is the annual campaign created by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, which is the professional association to which I belong as a registered dietitian nutritionist. And each year as part of this campaign, as well as throughout the year, but this campaign is aimed at helping consumers make informed food choices and develop healthy eating and physical activity habits. So this year's theme is, or was, if you're listening to this in the future, fuel for the future. And it highlights the importance of fueling our bodies at every age and eating with the environment in mind. So as I said at the opening of this episode, today's topic is make tasty foods at home. So I know this is a challenge for many people. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I've been doing this for more than 20 years. I teach college students and I work with all kinds of people who do find that it's so much easier or more convenient to grab food from a restaurant. And whether it's eating in, doing takeout, or having it delivered, it is easy to do. And it can get costly. And it can get tiring to eat out all the time. At least that's my opinion here. When traveling, I noticed that I want to finally have a home-cooked meal. I was recently away for a weekend trip. I was flying out and then flew back home over uh, about 24 hours. And I ate out for two days for all meals, obviously. So I was just so tired of eating that, that food. And it wasn't fast food. It was just eating out over and over again. I felt it was tiring. So making food at home, what is the barrier for most people? Well, from what I've heard, my experience over the years from listening to people is that the perception that it takes a lot of time or people may lack the equipment, the right tools, or not have the knowledge of how to cook foods properly. And people have the idea that cooking at home is more expensive. So I'm going to address all of these in this episode here. So first, cooking at home takes a lot of time. Okay, so if you're tapping an app and having someone deliver a meal, that doesn't take much time. It takes you a couple minutes, maybe a little bit longer to order food to be delivered or even to pick it up. But it will still be about 30 minutes before it gets there, right? Some cases longer. And then There's been times when we did get gift cards and we ordered in, had food delivered. And there were so many times that something was missing, something was wrong, or it was just not entirely correct. It was okay, but at the same time, just not everything was right. So 
If you're waiting too, so if you're waiting 30 minutes or waiting for something to be delivered, in theory, you could be doing something productive while you're waiting. So you're not just sitting there doing nothing. And I, you know, I just say, are you truly doing something productive? But that's not relevant. But what if I told you, you could make a meal at home in that same time or less. So here's a go-to that I make a lot. I use as an example a lot. Let's make a dinner of salmon, brown rice, and broccoli, or any vegetable of your choosing. For one person, four people, it doesn't matter. This time will take the same. And in my experience, the thing that will take the longest time here, preheating the oven. So you get the oven preheated, you get everything out, the oven is ready, you put the salmon in, and assume it's defrosted salmon, and that salmon cooks in under 15 minutes. And in my experience, it takes about 12 to 14 minutes. That rice, that brown rice, takes 90 seconds. How? I get the pre-cooked rice bowls, the brown rice bowls, that literally take 90 seconds to heat. And I make rice too. And if you want to make rice, go ahead. That will vary how long it will take, but about 30 minutes. And then the broccoli or whatever vegetable you may want. I use frozen vegetables, but you can also get a salad. That will take about six minutes to cook the broccoli in the microwave. And when it comes to an end, there's only the only thing there that needs cleaning would have been the sheet pan that had the salmon, which I encourage people to line it with something. So I line mine with parchment paper, which makes it even easier to clean. All those dishes go in the dishwasher, and it was really just a plate, fork, and maybe some serving utensils like tongs. Now, that was one super simple meal that takes less than 30 minutes to make. But what about the other days? Well, planning ahead, you can find plenty of 30 minute or less meals that are simple and quick. And I wrote a book all about one pot meals. The one pot weight loss plan, which I'll link in the show notes was a book that I wrote, um, gosh, in 2019, where most of those meals, most of those dishes, I should say, are 30 minutes or less. And they're all in one cooking vessel or one pot, as the title suggests. So it's very low mess or low, low equipment. And it's most of them are super easy. Actually, I think all of them are super easy. So but what if you don't have all the latest kitchen gadgets? Well, I tell people don't jump on these trendy kitchen appliances. You can if you want. But I find that people get very excited about the latest kitchen gadget. And then two or three years later, they're barely using it and they're on to another one that does tend to be costly. Now, I've personally never owned a very trendy pressure cooker, electric pressure cooker, and that's okay. Don't have an air fryer? Neither do I. It's okay. You don't need to do that. I know people love it, and that's fine, but you don't have to get into those to be able to cook at home. Years ago, I had a bread maker. You remember bread makers? I used it often for several years, but then after not using it for a couple of years, I got rid of it and I can still make bread on occasion in my oven. 
I also had an espresso maker back in the old days too, and that was before they even had a Starbucks in my city. So that was a long, long time ago. I have a few pots, two favorite skillets. One's a cast iron skillet. Wooden spoons are my go-to, spatulas, some knives, and a couple of sheet pans. And kind of like with my favorite coffee mug, I use the same coffee mug every single day despite a cabinet full of coffee mugs. I also have a favorite knife, and I tend to use that same knife 90% of the time. So that's just to say you don't need to buy a whole knife set that costs a lot and all these different specialty knives, unless you're truly experienced in the kitchen. And even then, I've got years of experience in the kitchen. I still have that one knife that's my favorite. Now, I do have some other kitchen appliances that I do use regularly. I do have a rice cooker, even though I do cheat on occasion with that 90-second bowl. And that's not so much cheating. It's more of, oh, I didn't start the rice early enough. So I've got my 90-second rice bowls. Now, my other favorite kitchen appliance, countertop kitchen appliance, is my slow cooker. But in my oven, I happen to have one that can switch to convection. I use that more often than my regular setting. So if you are starting out or not quite sure what kitchen essentials to have, whether you're starting out or you want to cook more, or you're helping somebody establish their kitchen, here's my list of suggestions of what kitchen tools to have. One good knife. And I spent about $50 on my favorite knife. So they don't have to be the super high-end expensive ones. One to two skillets. I have a small one for eggs that I cook eggs in and one's a little bit larger, such as for brownie meat or if I want to do um, pan frying of fish or other protein or sauteing vegetables. My, my cast iron skillet is my favorite. If two pots, one's a small one like to heat soup and one is a medium one to boil food. So if I'm going to boil pasta or make a stew, it would go in there. I have one Dutch oven. That's the larger pot that often can be, go from stovetop to oven. I have two sheet pans. And I'll tell you where I found these sheet pans is at the kitchen supply store. So very convenient to have those. A set of wooden spoons, a couple of spatulas, and then the absolute essential tool, in my opinion, is one instant read thermometer, which is literally that. You don't put it in and leave it there and cook with it. You take, like for the salmon, for example, take it out of the oven, check the temperature, make sure it's cooked properly, and it tells you the temperature within a few seconds. Now, of course, you can add so many more tools, but you can cook at home if you have these tools. It doesn't have to be fancy. Now, there is an argument that eating healthy is more expensive. And I'll tell you what, eating out is expensive. Cooking at home is easily less expensive. And cooking at home is more likely healthier for you. If you have any idea how much sodium is in your food from restaurants, you might be shocked. Or maybe you won't. You can do things like make your own pizza at home. You can buy the ingredients and they cost much less. You can make that pizza on your sheet pan and everyone can customize their own pizza. And before I finally found a good pizza dough recipe, I used to go to my local pizzeria and buy a dough ball. I'd go in, request, can I have a dough ball? They'd ask me what size. 
and it was about $3 for me to buy the dough ball, and I didn't have to worry about that stuff. Super easy. Now, tacos made at home, those are super easy. And I will acknowledge you may not be able to beat the price of Taco Bell, but you know exactly what is going into those tacos. And you can choose whether you want meat, chicken, or shrimp. Many things made at home are less expensive and most often healthier. Now, the last thing people often say to me is cooking at home is complicated, but it doesn't have to be. I shared with you a super simple meal that is an easy go-to. And one time when I was traveling for a conference and my husband was telling me, ah, I don't know what I want to make for dinner. I'm just going to probably go grab something. He actually made that very dish, the salmon, broccoli, and brown rice. It was easy from the time that I suggested he make it, from the time he sent me the picture of his dinner made at home, was less than 30 minutes. And that's proof right there. It can be done. But I'll tell you this. Take a, take a cooking class. Do look for a cooking class, just a basic cooking class in your area. And you can spend one afternoon or an evening just learning some basic skills. It's fun in a lot of cases as well. I've done cooking classes, even though I know how to do it. And it was more of, we did a community meal in those classes. Everybody was making something and we all sat down together and ate it afterwards. It was super fun in my opinion. So you can look for local cooking classes for beginners or check out some online options. We've got this fabulous website called YouTube that does have a lot of things on there. And I would also recommend try some new flavors of foods from around the world or from around the country. So you could try a curry or a Moroccan dish or tacos or Thai food. It may sound complicated, but I, I think it doesn't have to be if you know what you're looking for. And you can just, when you're looking for a recipe, type in easy. And then a couple more things I'll mention here. Find creative ways to use leftovers rather than tossing them. So for example, today's dinner can also be tomorrow's lunch. So scale it so you can make enough to feed everyone tonight and have lunch tomorrow. And if it's one or two people, you can make two or three servings or even four servings, one, one cooking episode leading to two meals or two, you know, for another lunch or leftovers later in the week. And then the last thing is if you have a family or you have a group of friends, get everybody involved. Have a pizza party where people can make their own pizzas or each family member chooses one of their favorite dishes to make at home for the week. So that is one of the things or many things here to encourage you to try making tasty foods at home. I've said this in past episodes, but hey, if you're not doing this regularly now, set a goal to do at least one home cooked meal per week or one additional home cooked meal per week. Pick it a day where you've got some time. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but sometimes if you're not used to cooking, what I say takes 20 or 30 minutes. Some people will take closer to 60 minutes as they're getting used to the routine in the kitchen. 
Now, two things I'll mention here. I mentioned the cookbook that I wrote several years ago in 2019. I'll provide a link to that where you can take a look at it and consider that and read a little bit more about what that includes. And then the other thing I'll mention is I have a mini course, Six Tips for the Busy Person to Have Sustainable Energy. That mini course includes lessons as well as a workbook that includes some of the recipes from my cookbook that you can enroll in. That whole mini course takes about 30 to 35 minutes to go through it, but it's broken up in different videos so you can take a look at it and go through the workbook as you choose. So one last thing I will mention for today, as this episode drops, it is the end of March, and I have my Real World Nutrition membership site that is opening up in early April, opening April 3rd for people who are interested to enroll. Now, right now on the day this drops, it's not yet open, but will be opening soon. But I will provide a link as well so you can check out what is the Real World Nutrition Membership, what is included in that, and what benefit it may have for you to help you with eating and living in the real world. All right, everyone, you take care. Bye for now. <laughs>